that night, like sitting in there, I'm just like, dang. Like, all right, God, like, all right. Like, I didn't know you was this guy, you know? Like, I didn't know that you, like, was going to, like, you know, be so involved with this, you know? Like, I didn't know any of that. And I gave my life to him that night in my room. They go Johnny Law. Johnny Law got me at the green light. Johnny Law got me at the green light. Johnny Law got me at the green light. Johnny Law. Johnny Johnny Law You are listening to John Gibbs, Testimony, a Musician's Story. Police drive by and they watch us on the corner. Watch out for those gangsters. That's what mama told us. He came onto the scene eager to share God's love, but with an immature spiritual heart. His lyrics came from a good place, but sometimes were explicit. Some titled him edgy and questioned his motives. Without knowing his heart, his story, he was considered to be of this world. This is a testimony of John Gibbs. Listen up, I tell you how it's going, baby. Talking ain't enough, I got it short, baby. Can I take it, take it back in time? Memories all up on my mind. Hey, hey, this is a song about 2004. Listen, now you know. This is a song about 2004. Listen, now you know. Tell me you remember me. Yes, a lot. Summer, spring, fall, and winter, all on one accord. Correlating with my cutties. Trying to holler at the cuties with the money. Buy your boy a bag of chips, bagging chicks and shooting jump shots. I know you know them city transportation bus stops. Hit the boys and girls club to see my main thing. Her name was Destiny. She liked them boys that gang bang. Tell her, call me gangster. Walking home from school, I just pray that them boys don't chase her. Metro in my stereo, I take it everywhere I go. Oceanside, California, yeah, that's where I'm from. If you scared, go to church. If you feeling froggy, grab your gun. That's not the way my daddy taught me, nah. That this boy, I gotta watch this badness off me, y'all. Uh. Pull the water, pull your father from this sinning world. Jesus loved the little children, all the boys and girls. Sing this boys and girls. On August 29th, 1991, John Givens IV was born in Oceanside, California. The youngest of two kids, John grew up in a two-parent household. He was raised in the Baptist church, where his mom sung in the choir and his dad occasionally preached. John's father was in the military and, over time, symptoms of PTSD and mild schizophrenia started to surface. The solid church-going family unit of the Givens started to crumble. When he started going through all that, like, he kind of stopped going to church, which then, like, there was less um, influence for me to go to church because, like, I could easily, like, talk my mom out of going, but my pops was like, nah, we all going. You know, so kind of when when that happened to his mental state and like he kind of was just uh, having to deal with some things like that, like we didn't understand his kids and my mom was kind of hurt over, you know, because it's just a very unpredictable thing with that. So um, that was like really what sparked a lot of the like downward spiral from being raised in the church to then kind of running to other outlets. John was around 11 years old when that happened. What authority God had over his life up until that point, he started to denounce. I was just really angry that, like, some of these things were happening. I didn't understand why. 
with my pops, you know. Um, so I got really angry about all that. And uh, I just, like, I knew a lot of my friends. Um, some of them didn't have pop, like, dads in, in their household. Uh, and we all kind of just grew up in this area in my city. And a lot of us kind of just could relate with being angry at authority over us, you know. So we kind of just kicked it and did what we wanted to do outside. And I, like, my my awareness of good and bad kind of just switched all for the sake of just trying to be involved in something where I felt like people understood. That kind of just led to just hanging out with friends and we do what we want to do to then, you know, gang stuff and drugs, sex, all that type of stuff. Like, not not me necessarily, but like pimping, like I was around that type of stuff, you know. Uh, yeah, selling drugs, uh, house parties, all that type of stuff, you know. So as I got more acclimated with those things, the things that I was taught, like, you know, as a child, kind of just became uh, null and void. I ended up learning how to, like, steal it f from all that. Like, I wasn't really, like, super hardcore gangbanger or nothing, but I just hung around gangsters, you know. So I learned some of the ways, picked up on some of the ways. One thing was stealing. It started off as like shoplifting, and then that became like a practice for like home invasions to where I got so good at doing it that like, like I just didn't feel no wrong. It's kind of like learning how to do the, the wrong thing the right way, and then it's like, oh, it's all good, you know? And uh, after that, like after a while of doing all that, um, I ended up going to shoplift one day, but I had some Oxycontin in my pocket. I was trying to sell um, stuff too. And uh, from that, I ended up getting caught shoplifting. And it's like a petty crime, you know, but the Oxycontin like amplified everything. I had just turned 18 and it was my senior year in high school when this happened. And uh, so like, I'm thinking like, dang, I ain't finna graduate. I'm finna go to adult county jail right now, you know? And uh, I ended up going and I remember like giving a police officer attitude, you know, uh, when he first came, we got in the car and we just started talking like after a little bit. And I was like one of the coolest police officers I ever met. Like he was asking me like, what do you do other than this stupid stuff? You know, and I started telling him, I sing, write music. I want to be an actor when I grow up, stuff like that. And he was like, that's good. Why don't you do that? So I called my mom and like, I at this point I had fed her up so much with what I was doing that she was just like, um, I'm not coming to get you. You just gonna have to sit in there and think about this one, bro. And like the hate that I have for my father wouldn't let me call him, you know? But I was like, man, like, I'm sitting in here and I'm like, I'm knowing this is not the spot for me, you know? So I'm, I'm like, man, let me just try to call him. So I call him and he ends up coming to get me. And the crazy thing is that like, because of what was going on with him in his uh, mind, he had just got a bunch of back pay from the VA clinic to where he was able to bail me out with that money, you know, and uh, still have some over and get a lawyer for me instead of a public defender. So God kind of used me coming to the end of myself to like make way for me to then like develop a new trust in my dad for coming to get me like that. With medication and prayer, mentally, his father is doing well now. Down the road, the devil tried to rob you for your mind. That was in my vital years, my rebellion at his prime. You told me never let him say he has so much potential. You told me God was on my side, you gotta keep him with you. Prodigal son, I wanted to run away. I carry this type of hate, he was waiting a ton. Me and my friends outside playing with guns How could I try to be loved when I was labeled a thug? 
The devil used you to disable my trust Disrespecting women, I was entangled in lust You never raised me to be no troublemaker But the way this struggle made me wanna break every stranger that rushed Wasn't a thing I could hide I didn't wanna show the weakness that deep in inside I didn't wanna know the reason to keep me alive To the season of feeling that covered the filth of my pride Now I can look in your eyes Father, you're my father Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Connect with Testimony and Musician Story through social media. Find links to our Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and more at TestimonyStories.com. What's going on? It's your boy John Gibbs, and you're now rocking with Testimony, a Musician Story. And blessed cause I know my mama thankful to see his son doing what he loved with no more cases If I can liberate every trapped inside mine with my trapped inside rhymes I would give my whole life just to see a brighter day in sunny Southern California Where them bullets is the rain every week a funeral is usual to pour a little liquor Vivid pictures got me trying to paint a bigger picture That against to know that changing ain't impossible If you define the design in every obstacle This is my west side blue Around the time John was having his legal issues, his sister started dating a dreadhead from Baltimore, whom John did not think was worthy of being with his sister. That guy is Belief, former The Breaks member and current dream junkie. Like eventually, like I just kind of gave him the benefit of the doubt, like, all right, he seems pretty straight, you know? And uh, he was doing like Christian hip hop and spoken word poetry and stuff. So then I met Ruslan after that and uh them two kind of just put me put me in this weird place of seeing dudes that are young you know and like love god still seem like pretty solid cool guys not just far off and i believed in god but i just didn't think he wanted anything to do with me you know like that and um seeing that let me see that like oh god does want something to do with people around my age you know belief hooked his future brother-in-law up with a job this helped john's probation process so when I first um, found out I was going to be on probation, I was still kind of like knucklehead, like, nah, just take me to jail, you know? I know so many friends of mine, even to this day, that, um, like, probation for them is like this, this, like, it's like this sticky part of the system where, like, you're just stuck, you know? Um, and it's like, you just keep going back to jail for the most pettiest things. I was still messing up, you know, uh, here and there. Like, I had a few slip-ups, but, like, my probation officer, shout-out to Officer Yoakum, she she kept it solid with me and like just had a ton of grace you know and the whole time i just realized the lord was like really just like saying okay you went this way now let me bring you back probation was a good thing for me because it did slow me down with the smoking the weed you know it was overall a blessing you know and god just god just made a way through it all you know like everything was like for a reason 
looking back on it. Like what you're hearing so far? Check us out at TestimonyStories.com. That's TestimonyStories.com. Where you can hear content for you and about you. Everyone has a testimony. Everyone has a testimony. And we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones or turn the stereo volume up and listen. Now back to John Gibbs, Testimony, A Musician's Story. I lay alone in my room, weary and wounded, wondering where God is. Living my life godless for too long. I tried it and I am tried to just bribe him with the sweet prayers of my mama, but nothing ran out. I'm a Southern California player, this rebel with no cause. I think my soul's lost somewhere between captivity and captivation. My situation is I'm facing is complex. Excuse my language, but don't take this here out of context. You in my room, what I do, what I do to get by. God, I hope you don't mind if I read this Bible and get high like that song Christian Corinthians say. Will you take me? as I am, I can't be nobody else but my damn self, and now they landed on chapter 29, in the book of Jeremiah, verse 11, and I ain't no reverend, but this here said you got plans for me, do you got plans for me, I turn into the pain, chapter 29, His arresting officer and probation officer are a fine example of how effective the legal system and rehabilitation can be when the right people are doing their job. But one key ingredient to this recipe that eventually led this rebellious kid to straightening out his life is God. There was one night specifically where I ended up being in my room, like I'm high as a kite off of marijuana and, uh, like I was trying to write music, but it just wasn't like I was making more so like reggae music and like inappropriate like sex music, like smoke weed music, just like some hood anthems like you know them Nate Dog hooks. Oh yeah, I came home that night and I was I was high, super high, and I was trying to write because I used to get high and write music, but it just wasn't working no more. You know, I'm wondering like what's going on. So I opened up my Bible. Like thinking it'll magically help me write. No intent on reading it, you dig? I just figured having it open would like magically like float over to my hand and shh, I'm writing now. But it it didn't, you know. But what did happen was that like my spirit heard something say, just read me. You know, like, and it wasn't like an ear thing. It was like right here. And I looked at the Bible like, what? Like, because I'd never been spoken to like that before, you know. And um, then I, I just began reading. I started reading Revelations and it, it put the fear of God in me. Like the fear of God, and I, that's when I realized. Like the more I kept reading, I, I came across a scripture that says, "The fear of God is the beginning of wisdom." And uh, that night, like sitting in there, I'm just like, "Dang!" 
like, all right, God, like, all right, like, I didn't know you was this guy, you know, like, I didn't know that you, like, was going, like, you know, be so involved with this, you know, like, I didn't know any of that, and I gave my life to him that night in my room, and I remember waking up that morning, I probably only slept, like, four hours, but it was, like, the best sleep I ever got, you know, because I was, like, reading my Bible for a long time. I had just finally got some rest, you know, and I woke up and I came out of my room and my mom just happened to be in the hallway right there. And she was like, looks like a weight's been lifted off your shoulders. I ain't say nothing to her yet. And that's when I knew like, dang, I got saved last night. Yes, John was of this world, but now he began to seek to just exist in it. His worldly desires like weed and sex immediately seized, but later they would resurface. And sometimes he slipped. Because his journey with God is just that. A journey. It has yet to conclude. The desires, like, he took them away for sure, but they, they came back as time progressed, you know? Because, you know, you turn, you turn your life over to God, and then sometimes it's like, yo, you know, the old life is calling me. And I had, like, like my, my, my pastors at my church, you know, and a lot of people, like, that like I gave that um, accessibility to checking me, you know, um, you know, I had like a relationship I was in that like I had to stop because like we just couldn't get out of the, the patterns of you know uh, sex before marriage and stuff like that, and uh, you know just having so many years of being trained to do something a certain way. The weed thing, like for sure, that was like like when it came back, like it left. And then when it came back, it was like, dang, yo, you know, and I, I would feel it like really terrible, like whenever I did, you know? And there was one day after I was leading worship at church, right? And like, uh, we just went to the back and they asked me like, what's going on with you? I told them everything. And like, that was when I realized like, okay, I might still have these desires, but it's, it's not even worth continue on in these ways. Anytime I do slip, I make sure I call, you know, either my pastor or, Ruslan or Belief, you know, we got another buddy that's, a, he just got ordained as a pastor over there. And I make sure I tell him like, hey man, this is what I'm dealing with, you know, um, I need your help, you know, I need your accountability, check me, you know, all that. So definitely not going to front like I'm perfect or I've I've arrived, you know, I, I, I need help every day. You dig, I need somebody praying for me every day. And I, I try to convey that in my music. Jesus is the dopest, you know. That's that's one thing I'm sure. He was of. in the backseat, bumping jagged edge just when you asked me if I had a rap for this. I gladly pulled it out my pocket. My conscience telling me to stop it. God is watching us, but I can't fight the feeling, baby. I just wanna uh. We proceed to program ourselves accordingly. Souls tied to each other so disorderly. You looking at me, looking at you, and I'm wondering, honey, could I be your comb over words of stumbling, mumbling, sweet nothing's in your ear like I know what's up. The homie said the first time is the first time I would feel like a true player. It hurts, John. Slow it down. I'm hoping after this that you can hold it down. We got stains on our purity. Feeling strange, but you're dear to me. Dearly be, love it, we didn't gather for security. Why everything is wrong, gotta feel so right. Know we both young, I'ma make it my Why feeling so strong, baby? Ain't trying to lead your own, baby. Precious satisfaction. Give me your pleasure and your passion. Everyone has a testimony, and we want to hear yours. Tell us how God has transformed your life. Each month, we will select a person to highlight and interview. 
Find out more at TestimonyStories.com. Testimony. Download the podcast of Testimony and Musician Story on iTunes. Find out how at TestimonyStories.com. A Musician's Story. Testimony. A Musician's Story. Testimony, where Christian hip-hop artists give you an exclusive look into their lives and their music. Take a journey into the minds of today's top Christian hip-hop artists as they open up and share about their past, their faith, and their music in ways you've never heard before. Put on your favorite pair of headphones, or turn the stereo volume up and listen. I guess I need to take my time with it. I'm guessing that you can't relate. I'm guessing we should all just settle down and find some time to pray. I know that we can't see tomorrow. We just living in today. And a wise man told me, use my pain as special aid. That being under pressure's great. Use my weaknesses as strengths. I know that as a listener, that's difficult to calculate. I guess that you can count on me, cause being held accountable is what I know I really need. Not to my deep valley village, you don't stop. Into my midtown military. Being that all of John's past lyrics involved drugs, sex, and all things ratchet, he thought he would have to give up music. But there was a reason why God placed belief in Ruslan in his life. In 2012, Ruslan and Belief formed King's Dream Entertainment and signed John who shortened his last name from Givens to Gives, yet he still gets confused with his cousin, Jay Givens. John used to go by Jay Stacks, but says it is easier to give than to stack. See, with the help of God, his entire mindset is being reformed. I was about to stop because I just didn't see myself. I, like, I didn't know about Christian hip-hop. One thing I knew about Christian hip-hop was uh, Lecrae's... Uh, Rebel, I thought Brett was telling me that I was going to hell. Other than that, I didn't really know nothing about Christian hip hop, so I was just gonna be done. And then, uh, Belief in uh, Ruslan, I, I sang at uh, Belief in my sister's wedding, and Ruslan, like, kind of was like, Oh, you sing? Like, and like, that, then they started bringing me around to like do hooks for him. And I kind of got back into writing again, like, I'll write a hook for you, yeah, yeah. And then, um, I stopped, and then. They, they got me around and started doing hook. Ruslan gave me an interface, and uh, I bought myself a computer. Ruslan was just like, you got to figure it out from there, bruh, you know? And uh, I ended up, like, teaching myself how to record and, like, engineer and stuff on Pro Tools first. And uh, I was just making songs, like, raw, uncut. Like, sometimes I'd be cussing, too, like, in the songs, you know? And uh, but I think in those times, like, God really met me, like, in myself, like, and I just, I didn't see no, I didn't see any wrong with it. I understand wisdom, using wisdom in the, some of those things, because putting out some of my earlier projects, like, I got super rejected um, from some of the, the Christian blogs, like, we can't put this on our site. And, like, I was like, you know what, that's, that's too bad, just because of the, the words. But, like, the words weren't just, like, frivolous, like cuss words you know what I mean like they were like words that like perfectly fit the emotion of uh and one song I said something like pretty much explaining that like this this culture that we live in like praises the bad b-i-t-c-h you know what I'm saying it's like I that you know this is just truth it saddens me sometimes when you go and you give this to like you try to give this to people and then they be like no our kids can't hear this and they hear it in their schools like they hear it all around them they need to hear this this needs to be addressed it needs to be talked about and it 
it sucks that people like will trade in like not wanting to feel uncomfortable for handling the uncomfortableness that just kills me when people just be like oh this makes me very uncomfortable so please keep it over there and it's like no like you need to be uncomfortable john continues to make uncomfortable music his latest album soul rebel debuted number six on itunes hip-hop charts despite the fact that the release date was announced days prior soul rebel is an honest portrayal of his life it will most likely make some people feel some type of way as he describes fumbling his way through life with sin which includes songs about sex drugs and repentance John Gibbs is a man on a journey who is allowing God to work through him. He desires to be genuine while making music for people who, like him, don't meet the quote-unquote Christian standard. John Gibbs is a soul rebel. I'm so much of a rebel, and I don't mean that in a bad way, because I know a lot of people get the misconception when I say rebel, like, like soul rebel specifically, like I'm rebelling against God with my soul or something. It's like, nah, like I'm rebelling against everything that would um, war against my soul um, being eternally with God. A part of that is just, just in, in the practical, is just, you know, not breaking rules, but making rules. Elementary trail, will I ever have to eat a penitentiary meal? Will I die young, buried in the earth six feet, or will I listen to my daddy? Daddy never raised me up to call myself a Probably picked that up in elementary, I figure All the kids that ask me, is you blood or is you crippin'? Man, I'm in the fourth grade, I go to school to pay attention Cause my family is faith, at least some Baptist churchgoers 1524 Lemon Street, that be the corner that I Caught my first fade with a peewee in the alley And lost my first fade, dog, my chin was leaking badly Older brother left, and I'm the youngest child of three Third time is a charm, that mean the chosen child is me Papa was a firm reliever in the usage of a belt Hard head make a soft behind I used to stay with wells Kind of school like Wish I'd tell a teacher how I got this That was not an option Mama working in the office Oftentimes I reminisce on elementary years Go to school and act a fool Elementary trail What's up? Elementary trail Will I ever have to eat a penitentiary meal? Elementary trail is pretty much explaining like Elementary was so vital for me because like I was such a sponge back then and I learned what it was to be like a black kid growing up and and I don't mean to make it like a race or ethnicity thing like that but like I just learned what it was to be like who I was growing up where I was from um, 
in the school, like where like other kids are like, what's up? Like, where, what side you finna choose? You finna be a blood or you finna be a crip? With the whole other side of going to church and like, you know, uh, your mom telling you to be quiet in church, you know, and then next thing you know, like that kind of upsets you. So you try to sneak out of church and next thing you know, you're in the alley doing something you shouldn't do. And then you got this influence from school telling you, you know, this and that about blood or crip and then you kind of associate yourself and just from elementary on you kind of it's like a trajectory of what's going to happen so that song is really um a huge one for me in the fact of setting up how like i became a rebel and then eventually ended up finding my soul because once i learned everything there was to know like based off what i seen i needed to figure out what i believe Hell was lurking in my home at age seven. Knew I wanted to be in heaven with the Lord. Daddy was a preacher, man. He lost his mind due to war. And who'd have thought we see the consequences of a desert storm? Mama's schedule was on. We left the school and hit the Kmart. She had a second job. God blessed her with a brave heart. Struggle was just eight part. Trouble was at eight dark. See my first home invasion, chilling at the skate park. Street light come on. It mean we had to hurry home. But I was just a curious, superior little soul stated watch the trend unfold police screaming hit the flow scene five black brothers get up hop the jeep slow could i sleep no laid up in my bed that night tripping knowing i should get some sleep turn on tv with no permission now but that was elementary years know the rules but play a full elementary trill what's up Thank you for listening to Testimony, a musician story. To hear this episode again, as well as past episodes, visit TestimonyStories.com. Until next time, I'm Brown, theory of the music lover constantly seeking positive music. Previous poor performance, I'm about to succeed. Still a elementary trill. Got my game as a young and elementary skills.